Men are different than women, and when it comes to money, investing, and retirement, the differences are even more dramatic. Welcome to Woman's Worth with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. Jeanette is a best-selling author and a radio talk show host. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, and CNBC Television. Listen up. It's time for Woman's Worth. Welcome to Woman's Worth Radio. I'm Angelia Savage with your host, Jeanette Vidalia. We're here each week talking about financial matters for women because we believe that you deserve an independent and worry-free retirement. And here at Woman's Worth, it's more than the money. It's about total well-being. And Jeanette, I keep hearing this phrase. It's called the great wealth transfer. Can you explain what that phrase actually means? Oh, I'd love to, Angelia. Part of the great wealth transfer has to do with the fact that we're getting ready to experience a massive shift of money from one generation to the next. And this year, the oldest baby boomers turned 75. And many of them are still living vibrant, active lives. They're still out there enjoying life as actively as as in their early years. But in the next 10 years or so, we're going to start seeing a shift as boomers begin to hit the magical age of the 80s. And we'll also see the youngest boomers begin entering retirement as they approach age 65. Mm, absolutely. And that's my parents' generation. And that generation as a whole, they're going to start slowing down. And they will, and they won't just slow down. As they pass away, their heirs will inherit the wealth the boomers have accumulated over the past 50, 60, even 70 years. So it's estimated that almost $70 trillion could be passed down from the generation. Wow, and that's a lot of money that could really be changing hands. So who will be impacted the most by this shift in wealth? You know, it's funny. Everyone talks about how much the wealth transfer will benefit millennials, and they'll definitely inherit a good portion of this money. But many boomers have kids who fall into Generation X. And I think they've been called the overlooked generation, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of the running joke right now. The Gen Xers <laughs> yeah. are frequently overlooked. Absolutely. And, and do millennials and Gen Xers, do they have different financial things to think about than the baby boomers did? They do, Angelia. The oldest Gen Xers were born in 1964, and they're in their mid-50s right now. And many of them are, are done raising kids, and they're empty nesters now. Some of them might even be thinking about retirement. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's kind of a crazy thought. <laughs> right, right. It <laughs> is, isn't it, that Gen Xers uh, yes. are thinking about retirement? Uh-huh. And, and the, interestingly, the generation that follows them, millennials or referred to as Gen Y, is often thought of as these kids who may be just starting out their careers or finishing college, but the oldest millennials are actually in their late 30s and early 40s. They're mm -hmm. in kind of the thick of raising kids, and they're probably just starting to hit the highest earnings years. Yep, absolutely. So this wealth, it's really going to transfer. I mean, that transfer could play into how both Gen Xers and millennials plan for their own retirements. It, it could. And if they inherit money from their parents, they could wind up paying a large amount of taxes if the money isn't passed down in a tax-efficient way. So for example, let's say Anne a 55-year-old woman inherits a traditional IRA when her mother passes away. The money in that IRA 
counts as taxable income. And that's on top of the taxable income that Anne is earning from her job. So her inheritance could push her into another tax bracket, especially if she takes all of the money out at once. And really, she's going to end up paying a lot higher tax bills, right? She will, Angelia. Fortunately, there are a couple of strategies to potentially reduce the tax bill, not just for her, but also for Anne's parents who are passing down the assets. And you know what's interesting is uh, many families are just not engaging in the right discussion and the right conversation about what happened in 2020 that caused us to have to really get more serious about the kinds of assets we pass on, how we pass them on, who is inheriting the assets, are they structured right for the best interests of the parents and then the next generation. And talking about all of that, though, do you have any strategies that you could share with us today that would actually help? So if people implement those strategies, it would help? Yeah, we're going to share a number of strategies during this entire program. Probably the first one, I would say the first strategy is get into the conversation. Start talking about it. Uh, One of the most critical strategies, I would say, is partner with, uh, pull yourself uh, a team of experts who can facilitate the conversation, who can get your CPA, a tax planning CPA, get uh, an individual that, your financial advisor, and then the multiple generations. I think it just begs the need of, do you want to create plans to be more tax efficient, not only now, but well into the future. And I think Angelia, um, as an EdSlot Master Lead Advisor, we are trained, we have extra training as financial advisors, as CPAs, we have significantly more training and understanding some very creative and innovative, not to mention advanced strategies to help families make sure their IRAs are not a tax time bomb. But I want you to get into exactly what Women's Worth does because I just want to remind listeners that you are ever evolving. You're almost that chameleon who has the crystal ball. You're always looking to the future, to what's next, and how to improve this as a whole. So you don't just sit at your desk and wait for clients to come in. You structure a plan and you have all encompassing people around you. And last week we touched on the CPA that you had joined the firm. So talk about or join your company. So tell me a little bit about that and tell our listeners how you encompass everyone in this great structured program. I think that's a good question, Angelia, because the days of linear planning, like you go and you meet with a financial advisor and you focus on the finances. And then you go at the end of the year or the beginning of the uh, a new year and you have your taxes done. And then you go to the estate planning attorney and you go and get your estate plan done. These are all financial matters of some sort, either during your generation or the generation after that. So it, basically, that's why we at Woman's Worth 
we do integrated planning and we take it seriously. We live it out. We have all the players at the table because it's the culmination of what your goals are for every one of those those disciplines that has to come together. And there's a convergence of healthcare planning with estate planning, with financial planning, and with uh, with your tax planning. And let me tell you, wake up, my friends out there. We have a tax time bomb waiting to happen. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. And we're going to get into more of the strategies in a a minute. But I want to remind listeners about how they can get a customized plan for retirement. For just the next 10 callers today, we're going to give you a customized retirement lifestyle protection plan at no cost, no obligation at all. This plan is good for those who are just starting to think about retirement or, or maybe you're getting close to retirement and it's customized specifically for you. And it addresses all of your retirement and financial planning needs to include how to manage taxes now and those tax time bombs that Jeanette's been talking about and those time bomb taxes, you know, that are coming up in the future too. And also it's gonna, it's gonna tell you how to fund your lifestyle needs to make sure you don't run out of money before you run out of time. It's going to also include how to maximize your social security benefit and how to manage the escalating costs of healthcare and long-term care needs. In this analysis, it will also look at your current investments and stress test your portfolio to ensure your savings are protected while uncovering hidden fees and unnecessary investment expenses. All of this is totally complimentary. If you've saved $200,000 for retirement, just be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your customized retirement lifestyle protection plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. So contact us to get this personalized and customized retirement lifestyle protection plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. All right. Well, this is a great time for a brief break for us. You're listening to Woman's Worth Radio, and we'll be right back to continue talking about the great wealth transfer and its potential financial impact on future generations. If you're a woman and you don't have a plan in place for how to handle your retirement savings, then be careful. In her book, Wise Up Women, author, radio host, and financial planner Jeanette Bajalia warns women about the roadblocks they face in their financial future. Women have traditionally worked in lower paying jobs without pension plans and with caregiving interruptions. Women have earned 77 cents to every dollar a man earns, and that translates, are you ready for this, to lost earnings of $300,000. Women step out of the workforce on the average 19 years to care for their children, for elderly parents, for spouses. Couple all this with longevity in women women will end up in some type of financial crisis if they don't plan for these unexpected life events. And that's why I wrote the book to help women take charge of their financial future by understanding the connection between their health and their wealth. The book is Wise Up Women. The company and show is Woman's Worth. Call today for a complimentary review with your local Woman's Worth expert by dialing 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. When you said, I do, you made a commitment to each other for life. 
Between the bit about for better or worse and till death do us part, you probably weren't thinking about what that would look like 40 years later. Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio and learn how to best care for your loved ones in retirement. Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Women's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And before the break, we were discussing some strategies that people could take to potentially reduce taxes when money passes from one generation to the next. So Jeanette, will you share a couple of those strategies with us? Because I think it's really important. Sure. I mentioned earlier about 55-year-old Anne. Okay? She inherited a traditional IRA. That money hasn't been taxed yet. It wasn't taxed as it went into the account. And it's going to be taxed when it comes back out. And you know what? You've grown it. You have... You planted seed for your future, whether they're the boomers, the Gen X, or the millennials, they're planting seeds for the future. That seed grows because you want all seeds, whether you're planting seeds in your garden for that spring vegetable garden, or whether you're going to plant seeds in uh, for your tithing into your church because you want to, you know, you get a hundredfold blessing for the seeds that you give to charities and your churches. And now you're planting seeds in a tax deferred account. So yeah, the the government IRS codes allow you to grow it, grow it, grow it for the benefit of paying higher taxes because now you're paying taxes on the harvest, not the seed. Yeah, because then she's, she's pushed into a higher tax bracket on top of that. She absolutely is. So now that Anne is... Uh, you know, she's probably doing well financially. She's in a pretty high income bracket. And now this IRA is what I call that tax time bomb. So you're right, Angelia, it goes into a higher tax bracket. And it used to be that if a non-spouse inherited an IRA, you had the opportunity to defer taking distributions and take them out across your life expectancy through what was called, many financial advisors in the industry called it stretch IRAs. That meant you can stretch it across your life expectancy. You didn't have any rules on you have to take this much other than across your life expectancy. So presumably the younger you are, the longer your life expectancy. So you have to take less and less out. If you get older, you take more and more out. So that was a way we used to grow the wealth of the next generation in IRAs. That's interesting. The stretch. Hmm. Okay. Exactly. But the SECURE Act last year changed the rule. Now, non-spouse beneficiaries, and there's all kinds of restrictions in there, and uh, this doesn't apply when you meet certain criteria based on age or disability or anything like that, but for the majority of the folks who are inheriting IRAs who are not spouses, they have to take all the money out in 10 years, and if they don't, there's going to be penalties. The account has to be emptied in 10 years. Okay, so then in our example with Anne, she would actually have to take that money by the time she's 65. Is that right? She would. She's 55 by 10. She has to take it out. So now here are some options. 
and could spread distributions over the next 10 years, which would increase her taxable income each year, but not as high as taking the entire lump sum. So she could say, all right, I'm going to take it. Let's say it's $500,000 over 10 years. That's 50,000 a year. I'm going to take 50,000 a year. And she doesn't have to do it equally. Maybe one year she wants to buy a new home, and so she takes $100,000. That you, you could just decide what you want. You could take one about this year and a different one next year and so on until the money is distributed. The other thing Anne could do, Angelia, she could wait to take it. Maybe she's thinking about retiring uh, her current job around the age of 62. So once she retires then she still has between 62 and 65 to take it out, but she won't have her income from her employment. So once she retires, she, she can take out enough of it and still meet the code that says you have to have the account emptied in 10 years. So she could take a distribution from the inherited IRAs and pay less taxes at that time and defer even her social security benefit. There's a lot of strategies, but they're all planning strategies. It sounds like there is a lot of strategies, which is why we need you here at Woman's Worth to explain those because in there, in there being so many strategies, there's also risks maybe to waiting, right? Yeah, one of the biggest risks, and I think it's a real risk, especially right now, is that tax rates change all the time. If Ann waits, tax rates may have gone up that time she was deferring using those dollars. And she'll end up paying just as much on in taxes on that money as if during her working years. So how does Ann really know if she should take the money now or if she should wait until later? Now that's, that's where working with a financial professional could really bring Ann value. They can sit down, they can partner with Ann, they can look at her current income, her potential requirement income. They can also need to look at what are the costs of her lifestyle? What does she want to do during, see, this is something that we don't think about when we think about taxes. And they have decided she's going to go back to school and pursue another career. And then she wants to use some of this money to get that new, uh, that new credential or that new career, or she wants to go take a boatload of art classes, whatever, because retirement represents, it doesn't rep represent the end. It represents a new beginning. So Anne may want to fund her second career. I did at 55 years old, I funded my second career and that was 14 years ago. So there's, and I invested some of my IRA assets into that. I invested into the credentials that I knew I needed to do what I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. So what this advisor would do is run different scenarios and show Anne how taking money from an IRA now compares to waiting and taking it in the next 10 years. That's essential. That's so true. And it sounds like it could be helpful for Anne to know how much she's actually going to inherit when she first starts planning for retirement. It's always good to know in advance. But I love when you use the examples of prior clients or current clients, because we learn from those things. So if you can spend a few minutes just telling us what are the risks if you actually don't take the time or spend the time in advance discussing this? Well, the, one of the first risks, I say you're on the government's plan, not your plan. 
and the government the government's plan will dictate how much you can keep in your pocket versus paying Uncle Sam. So that's that's one of the greatest risks. Another risk is you might be charitably inclined, and if you haven't thought through how to manage your depending on your age, how to manage the distributions from your estate, you could be contributing to charities the wrong way with the wrong assets. And the other thing is you can definitely, one of the risks that you really suffer is let's talk about Medicare premiums. Medicare premiums are based on income. They go, they go up the more income. So if you, if you waited or if you had a large IRA that you inherited as a, as a inherited IRA, and you have to take a hundred thousand dollars and you're already getting a large pension, large social security, you're already having investment income. You could potentially be, uh, putting yourself in a position to pay a higher Medicare premium because that's what you want to control. And that's what we don't want to do. We want, we want control, actually. Those are things yeah. that we do want control over. And if you want control and you know want control of that retirement planning, then call us today. For the next 10 callers, we're going to give you a customized retirement lifestyle protection plan at no cost or obligation. And this isn't some one-size-fits-all plan that's going to fit your neighbor fate your parents and fate yourself. This is specifically for you. It's customized for you. And it addresses all of your retirement and financial planning needs to include how to manage taxes now and into the future and how to fund your lifestyle needs to make sure that you don't run out of money before you run out of time. Also, how to maximize your social security benefit and how to manage the escalating costs of healthcare and those long-term care needs. This, in, this analysis is also gonna take a look at your current investments, and it's gonna stress test your portfolio to ensure your savings are protected while uncovering those hidden fees and unnecessary investment expenses. And all of this is totally complimentary. If you've saved $200,000 for retirement, just be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your customized retirement lifestyle protection plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. So contact us to get your personalized and customized retirement lifestyle protection plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break right now, and you are listening to Woman's Worth Radio. We'll be right back to continue talking about the great wealth transfer and how families can get ready for it. A lot of women fear becoming destitute, penniless, or having to financially depend on their children in retirement. Discover how to ensure that you never run out of money by having a face-to-face meeting with your local Woman's Worth expert by calling 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. Now, back to Woman's Worth with the author of Wise Up Women, Jeanette Bajalia. Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Woman's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. 
And before we took the break, we started talking about generations working together to keep money in the family. And Jeanette, are there any other strategies that account owners can employ when they're, you know, they're passing down money to loved ones or to that next generation? Uh, sure. Uh, there are many. But in fact, that's really what estate planning is really all about. It has nothing to do with just putting together a bunch of legal documents. It's all about finding ways to take the money you've earned and save it and, and the money you've earned and you've saved and you've grown throughout your lifetime and passed it on to the next generation in the most tax efficient way in the most tax efficient way. And we work with a lot of women, we work with a lot of couples, and I'd say the majority tell us that one of their goals is to provide for their kids and grandkids, especially the women after they're gone. They wanna make sure everyone is taken care of, and we hear that time and time again from the men we also work with, but overwhelmingly, women want to make sure they've left something to their family. They want to leave something behind. That's an overarching goal. That was the the ideology when I did focus groups when I wanted to start Women's Worth in 2009. And a decade later, we still have that overwhelming theme. Women want to leave something behind. Yeah, that's who we are. We tend to take care of everyone in life and death. We do. And one of the best things anyone can do to take care of those future generations is to make sure they're not leaving them with an unmanageable tax bill. Mm -hmm, absolutely. So let's get into some of the strategies that we could use to accomplish that. We uh, sometimes look for an opportunity to use life insurance to pass uh, money to on future generations. And, you know, a lot of people don't really understand the value of life insurance. It is one of the most underutilized asset classes. And why do we use life insurance? Because unlike any retirement accounts like IRAs, 401ks, 403Bs, every single one of those tax-deferred accounts, life insurance proceeds aren't taxable. They're totally tax-free. Which is good. So the beneficiaries end up keeping more of the money. They do. And let's say you inherit $100,000 in an IRA. It's taxable. So let's say you pay something as little as 20% in taxes. And that's a low number, trust me, because tax rates could potentially be higher. But let's use that number for easy math, because you and I, Angelia, we like easy math. I know so, I do. <laughs> so, I think you're, you're better at all this than me. <laughs> so if you pass down $100,000 in that IRA, it's taxed at 20%, and your beneficiary ends up with $80,000. Now, let's compare that to life insurance policy. Maybe you have a life insurance policy that pays $100,000 to your beneficiaries when you die. That is a gift because it's not taxable. Your beneficiaries keep 100% of the proceeds, so they will keep $100,000. Which would you rather have? I definitely would rather have that because then they're going to get $20,000 more in inheritance. You got it. And I've also seen situations where individuals have used life insurance to cover the taxes resulting from inheriting a taxable retirement account. That's another strategy. That's smart. So your beneficiaries inherit both a retirement account and the proceeds from a life insurance policy. And they pay taxes on the retirement account, but then the life insurance policy 
helps make up the difference and it fills back that bucket of taxes that you spent. So you've got, you've made your beneficiaries whole. I like that. That's a good strategy. Okay. Well, so what's another thing that people should think about when passing money down from one generation to the next? Give us another strategy. I mentioned earlier about wanting to make sure we don't create a tax burden for the next generation when we die. Now, some people may say, I don't care. It's their problem. They're getting something. They could pay some taxes. I'll keep some. That's fine. Then, you know, for those of you who don't care, that's, that's not the issue. But my experience over, you know, the last 15 years has been most, the majority of the people care. But I think the, uh, the bigger problem of that is most of us don't want to create any sort of a burden for our kids either when we're alive or when we die. So that's a a different uh, tentacle to the financial planning process. And I've seen so many people who pass away with absolutely zero plan for what happens with their money after they die. I've experienced it firsthand when my dad died in my 20s. There wasn't a plan for taking care of my mom or my aunt, who he was the caregiver to and the financial provider. And I had to become the caregiver and then the financial provider at a very young age. And he left behind a financial burden for you, didn't he? He did, Angelie, but please don't get me wrong. I would do it all over again because it was my honor to serve and care for my parents. But it was hard, especially because I was so young and I was just getting my career rolling and I was just moving into middle management. I think especially for women, we want to make sure we aren't the ones creating a burden for our families. And that's why there's another area of a discipline that you need to be thinking about. And that's long-term care planning. It's critical and it's ever so important because of longevity. We want to make sure we're taking care of, but we don't want to put that responsibility on our families. And it can happen when we're gone too. It can. It generally happens when we don't take the time to plan for how our money's going to be distributed at our death. And sometimes surviving family members end up disagreeing over where the money goes or who's in charge of taking care of the estate. It, I have seen it tear families apart, and I don't think any of us want that to be our legacy. No, absolutely not. So what can listeners do to keep that from happening? I would say the first thing and probably the best thing you can do is to make sure your affairs are in order. Is all your paperwork up to date and accurate? Have you talked to your family about your wishes? And, you know, you'll want to make sure they, they know where your documents are located and how to access your accounts. You should also let them know who to contact after you're gone. That could be your financial advisor, your banker, your lawyer, your insurance agent. We help our clients do this by putting together a family estate organizer. And what it is, it's an all-encompassing document. It's a notebook that's an all-encompassing document. It's the greatest gift you can give your your, uh, families. It's the greatest gift you can give your loved ones because everything is in one spot. 
and the the value of the family estate organizer not only does it have all the financial documents and where to go because many accounts don't get closed out in a timely manner upon your passing because mm -hmm. people don't know you have those accounts mm -hmm. so it's all your financial accounts it's all your life insurance policies all the deeds to the timeshares and the properties and everything you own it has to do who to contact it has a section who to contact it also has in there where are your passwords to your facebook account to this account to that account to all your banking account couples out there usually one or the other does the online banking and the online access to your financial uh, accounts but guess what the other one you die and they don't have access to it it's very critical. We put prescription drugs in there. What if you had an unexpected life event that you're still alive, but you're in a hospital and the hospital needs to know what are your prescriptions? They could kill you if they don't know what prescriptions you're on. So, so we want to make sure that all this is in one amazing gift that you can give to your family and that's the family estate organizer i like that all in one place and if you want everything all in one place for the next 10 callers today we're going to give you a customized retirement lifestyle protection plan at no cost or obligation and you can also learn how to get a family estate organizer of your very own as well and this isn't some one-size-fits-all plan. It's customized specifically for you. And it addresses all of your retirement and financial planning needs to include how to manage taxes now and into the future and how to fund your lifestyle needs to make sure that you don't run out of money before you run out of time, how to maximize your social security benefit and how to manage the escalating cost of healthcare and long-term care needs. And this analysis will also look at your current investments and stress test your portfolio to ensure your savings are protected while uncovering hidden fees and unnecessary investment expenses. All of this totally complimentary if you've saved $200,000 for retirement. Just be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your customized retirement lifestyle protection plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. So call us to get this customized retirement lifestyle protection plan. Again, that number is 800 366-8022. Well, we've got to take a quick break right now, but you're listening to Woman's Worth Radio, and we'll be right back to answer some of your questions from the listeners. Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Women's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And now it's time to answer some email question, questions rather, from our listeners and from questions that we get through our Facebook page and website. And you can follow us on the Women's Worth Facebook page, and you can also send in your own questions through our Women's Worth website, womans-worth.com. That's womans-worth.com. And we look forward to hearing from you because we get all kinds of great questions and we want you to learn from them. So send them in and we'll make sure that we get right back to you. And we'll probably use your questions to help others who most likely have that same question. I know I learned from a lot of these questions, so keep sending them in. And today's, our, our first question I'm gonna start with comes from Pam in Jacksonville. Pam says, 
I have three grown kids and I want to make sure they're on the same page about what happens with my money when I die. What is the best approach for this? Jeanette, this is a great question. It sure is, Pam. Thanks for sending it in. You know, there seems to be a stigma around talking about money, especially with our families. Then you add in talking about your health, and it makes it really uncomfortable and even impossible for some families to talk about it. Yeah, it's a hard conversation to have, even with but, family members. It's really difficult. Yeah, but it's one of the most important conversations to have. And with, with our clients, we encourage what we call a generational meeting. And we organize a time for all of the key stakeholders. And we the moms, dad, the kids, grandkids as appropriate, whoever needs to be involved to gather and talk through all the issues, who gets what, how much money is available, what their wishes are after they die. Now this, this can only happen if it's appropriate for your unique situation. We're not embracing this as a one size fits all approach. Obviously you can do this uh, on your own family, but your financial advisor may not be comfortable doing this, but that's the real benefit of facilitating this dialogue with your financial advisor. Not only can they answer questions, but they can clarify certain points. Sometimes having a neutral third party at the table can diffuse tensions to and basically keep conversation on track. Now, what I caution you, if there is already, every family has dysfunction, let's own it. I have it in my family, Angelia, you have it in your family. We all have it to some degree. So you have to be thoughtful about the appropriate customized approach to having this generational meeting. And that's why it's great to have the advisor that can help all the generations come together. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's a good um, focal point. As I mentioned in the example we used earlier with Anne, if I worked with her mother and Anne, that would give us a better understanding of Anne's financial situation and what she might have la available later for Anne's own planning, not just the planning for her parents, but Anne's planning. It also lets me understand and prepare for the family dynamic that could potentially rear its lovely head or ugly head. It depends. Let's move on to the next one, which is from John in Valdosta, Georgia. And John says, I've turned 72 and I have an IRA. The IRS says I have to start taking money from it this year. Those withdrawals are taxable and I don't really need the income. We're doing just fine taking money from other accounts. Do I have any other options? Oh, uh, a question after my own heart. I love working with IRAs and tax planning with IRAs, but John has hit the magic number of required minimum distributions for, our, uh, for his IRA accounts. So when you own an IRA, just to get us on a level playing field, the IRS says you have to take money from your IRA, whether you need it or not, at the age of 72, primarily because you haven't paid taxes on that money yet, and they want their cut. They want their piece of the action that you have been growing. See, they you did them a favor as much as you did yourself a favor, because you did them a favor of growing the seed, and you get to pay taxes on the harvest. It's one of those tax time bombs you talk about, to be <laughs> exactly. prepared for. 
Exactly. So uh, recently in 2020, the age used to be 70 and a half, but they bumped it up to 72 last year. And there's a lot of talk that says, should it be 75 with longevity? So we'll see what what is down uh, on Capitol Hill and what comes out of the new administration. Uh, your required minimum distribution is a percentage based on your age and how much money is in the account. It gets a little bigger each year as you get older. So the older you get, the quicker you're going to spend down that IRA. And John's right, required minimum distributions are counted as taxable income. If you don't need the money to live on and you want to lower your taxes, one option you could use is called a Qualified Charitable Distribution, or QCD. So this QCD, it allows you to take your required minimum distribution, and it's up to $100,000, and go directly to a charity of your choice or your church, any 501c3 or type of organization. So this is an effective way of using the required minimum distributions, but not having to pay taxes on it. It sounds very effective, and it also sounds like a great way to give back. It's definitely a win-win. You're meeting the required minimum distribution um, and reducing your taxable income because charitable donations are tax deductible. So you want to just kind of make sure you work with the CPA and report them correctly on your tax return. You can use this and meet your requirements and support a cause. As with everything related to financial accounts, there's paperwork involved with setting up the request, and it has to go directly from the financial financial institution directly to the designated organization. So you will need to call the financial institution that you're working with where you have these IRAs. They're the custodian and you need to make sure you honor this process. You can't get it in your hands and then send it to them. Does not count. That counts as a distribution. That's all good information. Okay, well, we've got one more question for today. And this one comes from Jamie and Clearwater, who wants to know this. I'm thinking about putting a long-term care policy in place for when I'm older. Is there anything I should know first? Boy, Angela, you're picking the best questions for this week. All the things that I'm passionate about. Uh, And Jamie, good for you for thinking ahead. I don't know how old Jamie is, but important thing is that you're putting this in place before you need it. With long-term care policies, there are generally a couple of options. The first is a standalone policy and one that covers long-term care for however much you want to cover. And it varies from policy to policy, and how you receive your care can also vary. For example, one policy might cover both in-home and assisted living services, while another policy might say it's not going to kick in until you're in a skilled nursing facility or other known as nursing homes. I like to call them lifestyle communities for advanced age. That's a little more positive. I like that. Yes. Uh, More fun. And that's something to look for. Also, you'll need to look for the requirements for starting the policy. There are generally six activities of daily living, eating, bathing, getting dressed, mobility, continence, and toileting. Some policies say you can access your benefits when you're unable to complete two of those activities, while others say four or more. So you have to really know the fine lines. And you want to keep in mind that standalone long-term care policy are use it or lose it. So if you die before the policy kicks in, hey, guess what? It was just like your homeowners. 
You pray your house never burns down, but you got homeowners in case it does. It's use it or lose it. That money won't come back to you or your family. And one option you could look at is life insurance policy with long-term care rider. It's called a hybrid life insurance strategy. It serves multiple purposes and it provides long-term care benefits if you need them because you live too long. And it also gives you life insurance benefit if you die too early. Um, and it's an option that's gaining a lot of popularity, especially since the money will be used by either you or your heirs. There's no loss of premiums. Yeah. Jeanette, you at the team at Woman's Worth are passionate in your belief that you deserve a secure, independent retirement. And that's why you offer a free consultation rather to our radio listeners to help keep you on that path. And we're offering a free consultation for the next 10 callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. We can help you determine how prepared you are to handle retirement planning challenges, like when to claim your social security benefit, income loss, inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and yes, those ugly taxes. And you've worked hard for your money, so we want to work just as hard to help you protect and grow your savings. There are a wide variety of tools and services available in the financial world, and we'll show you how to harness those tools and services to create a plan that's tailored just for you. And we'll show you how to achieve a lifetime of security thanks to lifetime of income. And this is a great opportunity to meet with some of the greatest minds in retirement income planning. Give us a call for this complimentary and most comprehensive lifestyle protection plan to keep you on the road to financial independence and well-being. And when you come in for your visit with the team at Woman's Worth, we'll make sure that you get a copy of one of Jeanette's books, Wise Up Women or Retirement Done Right. And for the next 10 callers on the show who call 800-366-8022, that's 800-366-8022, we'll make sure to reserve a spot for this complimentary and this totally customized lifestyle protection plan for you. The number again to call is 800-366-8022. Thank you so much for listening to Woman's Worth Radio today. We've had a great show talking about how you can be better prepared for a dignified and worry-free retirement. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time at Woman's Worth, where it's more than the money. It's about total well-being to and through retirement. Investment management services recommended by Petros Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida. Information provided on today's show is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of product futures and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.